It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Welcome to the Truth and the Show. My name is James Tripoli. This is my show today. We're at New Beginnings in Sapporo and we're at New Beginnings in Osaka. I think it was Osaka. Was it a Sapporo? Sapporo two nights running. Oh, yeah, it was Sapporo two nights running. There you go. We're in Sapporo, Hokkaido uh, Prefecture in Japan for the New Beginnings show. There was also the New Beginnings in the US tour, which wasn't shown on New Japan World. I guess we'll catch up with them, but there were some important matches there. I would normally be doing this with a guest, and of course, this week, Courtney was lined up to be my guest. Unfortunately, she's not very well, so I'm going to go solo today. So let's have a look at these two cards then. Uh, we are coming to you from the middle of storm Kiara, or Chiara, or Shira, as I've started to call it. I believe Storm Shira is the best name, <laughs> which kept me awake last night, so I'm a bit flagged. But anyway, on the 1st of February, we'll go to Sapporo. 4,569 pounds, 4,569 people in attendance to see Bullet Club, El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori defeat Tiger Mask, Ue Umore in 8 minutes and 13 seconds in a workmanlike but very good match. Ue Umore, clearly they have good designs on him and he was doing the kind of match that kind of really got him over. I am, um, you know, Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori were kind of like doing the work to make Uemura look good rather than making themselves look good. Been a bit of a bit of backlash this week against El Fantasmo. He, and I think that's kind of a thing. His, we've been saying like his Bullet Club style has been right. That's what Bullet Club is supposed to do. But Taiji is such a, an adaptable human being when it comes to pro wrestling in the junior heavyweight division. On the next night, he has an absolutely astounding card. And I think that's what Fantasmo has to look towards. He's not got enough depth and strength and depth at the moment in his game to be as a viable contender as he needs to be. But we'll see. Tiger Mask was very good in this too. Tiger Mask has been taking Yui Mori under his wing. <laughs> there is a bit of a running theme with the Tiger Mask that the hard case um, trainers and Yui Mori had to wrestle Tiger Mask the following night and was told to give him give him his licks in. But there's all sorts of little opening match storylines that gives Yui Mori some backstory and something for you to kind of cheer behind. Toa Henry, Togi Makabe and Tomi Akihoma, they defeated Hiroshi Tenzan, Manubi Nakanishi on his last tour with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Yota Suji in 9 minutes and 41 seconds. It did what it said on the tin really. Suji was on hiding to nothing because he was the only rookie. Toa Henry looking really, really good. Ripped and lean. Looks like they want to do something with him at the minute but I'm not sure what they know what to do with him at the minute. Um, it was good though. Solid outing. Really enjoyable match. 9 minutes and 41 seconds, we're probably stretching it for this lot. But Nakanishi is really putting his work in on his last tour. He's trying really hard. And Tenzan as well. Hiroshi Tenzan, who's got to be kind of like looking to be winding things up soon, you would kind of think. The third generation, well, Nagata keeps saying he's going to go till he's 17. He's just gone 50. And, um, of course, Tenzan is kind of broken down and probably shouldn't be wrestling now. But if he's happy enough and he thinks he's healthy enough, why not? And, um, and uh, Nakajima certainly has kind of like grown into his role as the elder statesman within the New Japan roster. Um, and of course, there's Minoru Suzuki, who's very, very good. And out of all the third generation guys, he's still putting the time in. And he had a very busy weekend this weekend. So we'll see where they go. 
but Nakanishi on his way out of the company and on his way out of wrestling. So we'll see what he does next. Next up was an eight-man tag. Show Will Ospreay and Yo, along with Raisuke Taguchi, they defeated Suzuki Gun, Duki, El Desperado, Yoshinumi Kanemura, and Zack Sabre Jr. Previewing that Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre Jr. match uh, for the following nights. This was 11 minutes and 45 seconds. It was good for what it was. It, I mean, both these teams have chemistry. Raisuke Taguchi actually does better with Show and Yo than Rocky Romero does, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun and well put together. And it was kind of like the Taguchi silliness kind of like A-B'd against the seriousness of Zack Sabre Jr. and Will Ospreay. Well worth a watch. Next month, next up, Rowie Eagles of Chaos tagged with Ryu Lee to defeat Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi in 11 minutes and 50 to 47 seconds. Cage match guys give this 5.18. It was a bit of a corker, actually. Robbie Eagles and Ryu Lee kind of gelled together well. And it is a bit weird that Ryu Lee is a member of Los Ignorables in AAA. <laughs> Again, no one wanted to copyright the word Los Ignorables. So it, it's a bit of a weird dynamic. And of course, Ryu Lee is the long-standing rival for Hiromu Takahashi. Kind of picked up where they left off here. Well worth watching. Well, a really enjoyable match. I liked it a lot. And it kind of set the tone, certainly for Takahashi and Ryu Lee to rejoin battle. So I would greatly recommend this particular matchup and show some great appreciation towards it. Next up was Bullet Club. They, that'd be Jay White and Kenta with Gado defeated Los Ignorables de Japón, Tonada and Tetsuya Nato in 18 minutes and 42 seconds. This is where we got down to some serious business. Nato and Kenta have words with each other, as you can imagine, because they wrestled each other today as we're watching this. Uh, really well put together match really told the story of what Tetsuya Nato is having to deal with with Kenta and the tension between Jay White and Tetsuya Sonata is palpable. Two guys who have, you know, very similar fan stories. In the, well, no, opposite end of fan stories. Like Sonata is the outsider who got adopted by New Japan. Jay White is the New Japan True Blue that has got disregarded by the New Japan faithful. So there's a lot going on, lots of different layers of stories. And of course, Kenta is another guy who was uh, an outsider. He, he probably matches Bullet Club more better than anybody else in uh, Bullet Club currently because he is genuinely an outsider from a different company. Two different companies, in fact. So, yes, this works really well. I'm really looking forward to watching their singles bouts over the next couple of weeks. Next up, Suzuki Gun, Minoru Suzuki and Taiji. Defeated John Moxley and Kazuchika Okada, 17 minutes and 48 seconds. The cage match guys give this 6.56. And the reason for this was Kazuchika, sorry, was John Moxley and Minoru Suzuki just death glaring each other and just going at it. You have not seen two people try so hard to make you want to watch a wrestling match in a very, very long time. Moxley and Suzuki were born to wrestle each other. Now, I have been very critical of John Moxley in his New Japan run. Um, so has uh, Ash and a few other people as well on the Troopany Show podcast. He's not my cup of tea. He's not really a great New Japan guy yet, but Suzuki is trying to beat that into him, and I think that's very important that he has this trial by fire. I have not watched today's show. I do not know the result, nor do I want to know the result, but I do want to fast forward and watch that in the morning because <laughs> that is going to be the best match of the weekend as far as I could see. 
Because Uchikata and Tai Chi is just not my cup of tea. My all-time favorite male wrestler, I think, these days, or certainly my current male favorite male wrestler against Tai Chi, just does not get the juices going for me. Mainly because you know I all hate Tai Chi. I don't hate him, but I just don't like him as a wrestler. It's just not what I want to see. And uh, I have more impressions upon that, so we'll leave that till tomorrow night. But this matchup is vital viewing. If you want to see how to promote a wrestling match using another wrestling match, this is how it's done. Moxley and Suzuki were made for each other and have been pounding on each other all week long in the preliminaries for this. Next up was a serious singles match. Tomohiro Ishii and Evil go at it to kind of settle the score. They've had two matches in the last ooh, 18 months or so. Evil won the last one, Ishii won the first one. So this one was kind of the rubber match of the three. And Ishii really, really wanted this. And his performance in it was astounding. This got four and a quarter stars from Meltzer. 7.75 from the cage match users. It was an incredible matchup. The things Evil has to go through to get over are quite startling. And I'm not sure he's ever going to make it to the top level of IWGP heavyweight champion. The closest thing he's going to get is what Ishii, Ishii is, that lower-level guy. But, I mean, Ishii will never win the championship. He'll win every other championship. I'd even see him win an Intercontinental Championship. But I'm not sure he'd win the main prize, just because he's never quite good enough. And, and Evil is kind of in the same position as him, but he's 15 years younger. He's got a lot more upside to him in the long run. You can do things with Evil. But Ishii needed a win. He needed some credibility this year, this this in this run, not had a big singles win in a while, and you've got to keep him on the boil, he's your utility player, if somebody drops out ill, he fills in a spot, he can tell a story just as well as anybody else in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but his character and his build is just right for being the guy that always chases, but you still need to keep him hot, so a win over Evil keeps him hot, Evil doesn't lose anything by it, because he got beat by the great Tomohiro Ishii, very close matchup, very competitive, really well worth watching. Then we get to the main event of night one, Shingo Takagi and Hiroki go to 20 minutes and 10 seconds in the Never Openweight Championship match. Four and a half stars from Meltzer, 8.57 from the cage match users, match of the night. I wouldn't agree. I think that Ishii versus uh, Evil was better. I kind of enjoyed the Moxley-Suzuki tag match more, I think. I love Shingo Takagi and I love Hiroki Goto, but I'm not sure they worked as well together as other people thought so. But that's personal taste on my part. I think this was a perfectly watchable matchup. It was really, really good. It was of very high quality. I think their match in the G1 was better, but very few things gets close to that match as what we saw in the G1. It was on another level of artistry as far as pro wrestling was concerned. But I thoroughly enjoyed this matchup. And I kind of hope that Goto gets another go at it somewhere down the line. Because this was really well worth watching and a really well put together piece of work. Um, Shingo Takagi takes his first run at the Never Openweight Championship. Sho was watching from ringside, which kind of like illuminates that maybe Sho will be an early contender. I don't know where he goes with this. It'll be interesting to see. Goto was kind of the perennial champion. It was only a short reign, one month for him. We knew that people would lose titles at this event because generally speaking they have. And sometimes it's even been the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. But for night one, Shingo Takagi walks out with the championship gold. And Goto is left hanging, which kind of like takes the gold away from Chaos entirely, I think, at the moment. Which is quite sad. But we move on to the next night, which was an even bigger night. 
We were back in Sapporo at Hokkaido Professional, Hokkaido Perfectual Sports Centre, 5,690. This topped by another 900 people the following night. And it's opened up with a singles match with Toa Henry versus Yotosuje. Again, Toa Henry dominates in the opening match segments, but really, he should be by now, and they should have found something for him to do, but he never seems to have anything to do. So I don't know what to do with him, or other people definitely don't know what to do with him. It was good for what it was, and Yotosuji is a big boy, and he's going to have some handling to do when he becomes a fallen heavyweight. I don't know where they're going to send him for his excursion, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping they send him to Rev Pro, where a big man would be more appreciated, I think, rather than perhaps Ring of Honor or in CMLL. We'll see. Next up, Hiroshi Tenzan, Manubi Nakanishi in Tiger Master V, Togi Makabe, Tomi Akahoma, and Yue Uemura in 9 minutes and 48 seconds. Uemura showing a lot in this matchup and having a crack back at his mentor in Tiger Mask. This was really good. Really enjoyed it. Really a lot of fun to watch. 9 minutes and 48 seconds, well worth it. Had a, a cracking um, tag match here. And yeah, again, Nakanishi takes them one more step to retirement. Next up was a very interesting singles match. Gabriel Kidd, well-known British pro, current uh, employee of the LA Dojo, is back in Japan to extend his excursion further, and he wrestled El Fantasmo in 8 minutes and 50 seconds. Now, Gabriel Kidd, currently in this mode, is not the Gabriel Kidd we've seen on the British Indie Circuit for all the last couple of years. He is, of course, doing the thing he needs to do to make himself a great wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I think he's getting it. He certainly looks there. There's still a very much kind of like British independent shallier kind of character to him, even that shines through in this particular run, even though Katsuyoshi Shibata and Notogi Makabe are kind of battering that out of him. <laughs> he's still there. But yeah, he's earning a good living doing this, and he's making himself look good. And he looked good in this match with El Fantasmo. Next up, Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Robbie Eagles and Tommy Ishii defeated LLIJ, Bushi, Evil and Shingo Takagi. A kind of rematch from the night before with Shingo and uh, Hiroki Goto going at it. Robbie Eagles uh, really holding his own with Bushi and Evil. In fact, it's Robbie Eagles that got the win with the Ron Miller special with a pinfall win over Bushi. Um, yeah, this was a precursor to the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship that was be on the tour later in the week. Um, at Currican Hall as a main event, and this was a bit of a corker. It was high show titles, and it's worked really, really well. Um, it was good, and I really appreciated it, especially Robbie Eagle's work. I'm trying to appreciate Robbie Eagle's more and more as I see more of his stuff. I thought it was an interesting cat when I first saw him wrestle, what, 18 months ago in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I think he started to come into his own as he's getting more and more character, and of course he gets the grub from Goto and uh, Ishii, who were really popping for his victory over Bushi and says good things for them later in the week. Next up, we had Lozaki Narabas do Hapan, Hiromu Takahashi, Sonada, and Tetsuya Nato. They defeated... Oops, no, missed one out. <laughs> Rapingi 3K, John Moxley, Raisuki Tagichi. They defeated Suzuki Gun, Duki, El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Yoshinubi Karamona, Kanemura in 12 minutes and 58 seconds. This one was all about Suzuki and Moxley again, to the point of where poor Raisuki Taguchi got in the way and was kicked out of the way. Eventually, Moxley and Suzuki separated themselves off and kept battering each other, whilst Raisuki Taguchi took care of business and made Duki submit to an ankle lock. 
Uh, but other than that, this was the most entertaining match on the card. This was hilarious. This was really fun. And it was great to see Suzuki and Moxley have at it one more time. I just can't wait to see this matchup between the two of them. I, I, this is how it was supposed to work. This is what Moxley needed a year ago to finally kind of break him through with the New Japan crowd. And he certainly made that work for him here. Next up was LIJ, Hiromu Takahashi, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito. They defeated Bullet Club, Jay White, Kenta, and Taiji Ishimori with Ghetto in 15 minutes and 34 seconds. Building things up for that feud over the weekend, this one was a bit of a corker. Taiji Ishimori got pinned by Sonata, I believe. He was choked out with um, uh, School End. And it, but both teams are so good together. They work so well together. And this was smooth sailing for everybody involved. Really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, a really, really good matchup. Um, it's kind of like people can say anything they like about Bullet Club at the minute because, you know, they do get this negative press, but it's what they're supposed to do. And they do it better than anybody else has done in a long time. And LIJ, Sonata, and Tetsuya Nato is so over right now. He's so popular with the fans which is where he needs to be. He's going to push New Japan through the stratosphere if they handle him right in the next 12 months. 12 months. Next up, we start the double main event. Zack Sabre Jr. defended his British every, <laughs> Ref Pro Undisputed British Heavyweight Championship. 27 minutes and 4 seconds. He beat Will Ospreay in an absolute blinder. This match was astoundingly good. This was a legacy of British professional wrestling of the last 20 years. It was a showcase of what the British indie scene could do. And when you give them a big stage, this was outstanding work from both men. Will Ospreay has been out a purple patch in the last 12 months. And Zack Sabre Jr. kind of has looked a bit dropped off in those stakes. He's always been the champion. He's always been the referee undisputed British heavyweight champion and defended it numerous times against Tanahashi. But he hasn't had the visceral interest that Ospreay's had. And I don't think that's fair. I think Zack Sabre Jr. is just as important to the British wrestling scene and certainly to New Japan as Will Ospreay is. He sneaked one out the back door here, though, which was perfect because that's what Zack Sabre Jr. is supposed to do. He's not supposed to win in dominant fashion. He is the guy that just keeps on winning because he's better than everybody else. And that led us to a quite startling main event. Kazuchika Okacha and Tai Chi. Now, as you know, I am not a fan of Tai Chi. In fact, I would be quite happy if Tai Chi did indeed go home and not come back again. However, <laughs> this is the way of things, and Okada had to wrestle Tai Chi in the main event, and honestly, I didn't hate it. It was 30 minutes and 53 seconds, it was a watchable match, and it told the story of Tai Chi trying to come to terms with the fact that he can't just wing it, he has to be the guy that does it. All these opportunities he's been given, he finally has one, and he has to do the job himself, and he can't get the job done. And that's really important for me as to how things have been working in the US, sorry, have been working in New Japan with Tai Chi. I apologize for my cold today, by the way. Yeah, um, so yeah, it did tell the story correctly, and it did tell the story in the way it should have done, and it kind of gave Okada a win. I'm not sure where he goes now, though. He's probably not going to chase the championship because the championships are tied up. So is he going to like go to the New Japan Cup and slack off? Or is he going to the New Japan Cup and challenge NATO again if he wins it again? Two years running? I don't think he will. Um, but yeah, we shall see. I'm, I'm not really sure where everybody goes from this, to be honest with you. 
All right, on the same nights, well, I haven't seen the matches because no one's seen the matches yet, but we will go over them. In Miami, Florida, on night four of the New Japan and the New Beginnings Tour, TJP and Yuji Kata defeated Mysterio Jr., Mysterioso Jr. and Yoshihashi. Satoshi Kojima and Alex Coughlin defeated Alex Coughlin. Colt Cabana and Toriyano defeated the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Jeff Cobb defeated Net Ren Narita in 6 minutes and 6 seconds. Lance Archer defeated Alex Zane in 13 minutes and 17 seconds. Finn Juice defeated Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi by disqualification in 8 minutes and 34 seconds, which led to a double tag match. Finn Juice, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Rokimoto defeated Chase Owens, Tama Tonga, and Yujiro Takahashi in 12 minutes and 14 seconds. That was uh, one night of the US tour. On the same night, on night five, we're just going over these important ones because I know things have happened in those particular shows that you should know about. At the Atlanta Jonia Coca-Cola Roxy Arena, 855 in attendance, Satoshi Kojima and Yuji Nikati defeated Carl Fredericks and Ren Narita in 10 minutes and 57 seconds. Yoshi Hashi and Mysterio Jun defeated Mysterio So Jr. in 10 minutes and 57 seconds. Colt Cabana and Toriano defeated Yado and Yujo Takahashi in 9 minutes and 40 seconds. Chase Owens defeated Rocky Romero in 17 minutes and 37 seconds. Actually, I'd love to have seen that match. The Rock and Roll Express with Roshi Tanahashi defeated Alex James, Clark Connors and TJP in 13 minutes and 19 seconds. In a big slobber knocker match, Jeff Cobb defeats Lance Archer in 17 minutes and 55 seconds. And the Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga and Tangaloa, take back the tag team titles. Uh, right there in your Atlanta, Georgia, the IWGP Champion Tag Team Championships change hands on a US soil for the first time in a long time. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, I hope Finjuice get another crap back and they get a chance to win the titles back again because I think they need to put a lot more faith into that particular tag team. It's been reflective of a good week for them. I'm just seeing if we've got the results from the... Uh, never open weight championship matches this week. I'm going to give you those nights as well, just to fill out the show a little bit. Kurikan Hall, I'm looking for. Where are we? Oh, yes, Kurikan Hall. Here we go. On Friday night, on the 6th of February, at Kurikan Hall in front of 1,408 people. Yotsuji defeated Yoi Uemura in 9 minutes and 26 seconds. Al Phantasmo defeated Gabriel Kidd again in 8 minutes and 4 seconds. Second time was not the charm. In fact, he did it in less time. Hiroshi Tenzan and Manubi Nakanishi in Nakanishi's last match at, at uh, Kurikan Hall defeated Toa Henare and Tamaki Honma in 7 minutes and 56 seconds. Chaos show. Will Ospreay and Yo defeated Suzuki Gun, El Desperado, Yoshinubi Kanemura, and Zack Sabre Jr. by disqualification in 13 minutes and 11 seconds. Kazuchika Okada, Raisuke Taguchi, and Togi Makebe defeated Suzuki Gun, Duki, Minoru Suzuki, and Tai Chi in 11 minutes and 22 seconds. Los Ignorables de Japón, Rumi Takahashi, Sonada and Tetsuya Nato defeated Jay White, Kenta and Taiji Ishimori. And in the never openweight title match, Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi Evil and Shingo Takagi successfully defended against Oroki Goto, Robbie Eagles and Tomohiro Ishii in 20 minutes and 4 minutes and 44 seconds. So that's the full title match rundown from all of the New Beginnings shows this week. I haven't covered everything and I haven't covered every match because I just have not a chance to watch every match. But it's certainly a set of shows that always throws up interesting things. If you look back in history with New Beginnings, they always try and set their stall out for the year. I mean, people like Yuji Nagati had a crack. Yuji Nagati had a crack at Shinsuke Nakamura a few years ago when he was widely considered to be too old for the job and had an absolute corking match. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi lost the title to AJ Styles a few years ago as well. And of course, last year he lost the title to Jay White as well. 
So the New Beginning shows always throw up something interesting to watch, but I think this year is more about consolidation with their major races and their major stars. Tetsuya Nato will not be losing the championship, I do not think, anyway. I haven't seen the results yet. I haven't seen any spoilers either. I do not think Tetsuya Nato will be losing the championships on this particular tour because he's only just got them and they're trying to establish him as a long-term champion. And I don't think they want Kenta just yet as their long-term champion or even IWGP heavyweight champion. He has a few ways to go yet. But it does mean some interesting things have come out of this tour and some people are getting some fresh air. Also interesting this year on this tour is the, flat, the amount of singles matches that have been there, not the amount of tag team matches we normally get. There's been a lot of special singles matches, which you don't get too much of outside of the G1 season or New Japan Cup. The single matches have been really important. Tai Chi versus Okada is a non-title special, special singles match, which was the main event over... Uh, the Ref Pro British Heavyweight Championship match. So there's a lot more interesting things with the singles division this year. Maybe it's a tone of what they're trying to do ahead of the year and trying to give some new people some breaks. Tai Chi is certainly a made man after his performance with Okada. And I can't wait to look at the show for next week. We'll save the, the today's show for next week when I can review it with somebody and we can have a bit of a longer show. So I apologise for the short show this week. We'll see if we can make recompense with that. Um, with the telling story shows later in the week. But thank you for listening today. My name is James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter, at The Troopany Show on Facebook, and on Patreon, The Troopany Show, where you can keep the show free forever for everyone. Please go look at our sponsors, Indie Empire Magazine, and of course, Powerslam.tv, where you get a free month when you use the code MULLETWATCH. Take care, and I'll see you soon. Bye! Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.